Grando Baking Company has been preparing delectable treats in Lufkin since 2010. We use only fresh, all-natural ingredients in everything we make. Our bakers and pastry artists share a passion for traditionally prepared foods with those of you who appreciate the fine baking. This commitment to quality is evident in every one of our delicious handmade creations, and our friendly down-to-earth service is the icing on the cake. Take time to visit us online at grando.net or call us at 936-632-1005. Grando Baking Company, proudly supporting your Hudson Hornets. Bringing you every moment, this is Hudson Sports on the Nest. Well, hello and welcome live. We are here from Lufkin Middle School, the home of the Lufkin Panthers, and our Hornets getting ready to take on the Dieball Lumberjacks for uh, fighting for the second or third seed in district play. I'm Chris Simmons, and joined by my partner in crime. You heard him last night on the simulcast via the phone, uh, Mr. Hal is there. Hal, happy to have you with us, man. Uh, we've got a good game in store for us today. Yeah, it's great to be back You know, here finishing off district play you know, a little later than usual, but, yeah, it's good to be back. And so uh, our Hornets taking on die ball for the third time last night. Uh, we ended up winning the series Hunting. against uh, against Huntington uh, in two out of three. We won that one, 53 to 40, to force this game. And so Huntington going to fall to the fourth seed and take on Silsby, the number one team in the state in the first round of playoffs. Uh, our Hornets here looking at, at just going. This is this is all for, uh, for for bragging rights. This is all for your pride. Going for the for that two or three spot. Winner gets two, loser gets three. Trying to get some momentum here going into playoffs. I mean, you really a, ga- a game like this really can boost you off or you know you're gonna end up playing probably Monday or Tuesday real fast so if you can get this game really get momentum get that second second place in district and really just get a lot of confidence and so uh, we're gonna talk with coach Rob Pierce and talk about the matchup in the, in the first round of playoffs we'll also talk about the fatigue factor what he has coming up in our coaches talk here uh, in a few minutes we thank you for joining us we've got a good game fans starting to come in here for this one o'clock in the afternoon start we've got a good one headed your way so don't go in there we'll talk when we get back with our Hornets coach Rob Peterson in a moment this is Hudson Hornet basketball here on the nest Shelton's Place is the premier full-service wedding and event venue of East Texas. We have so much to offer within our climate-controlled 7,400-square-feet facility, which rests in a beautiful country setting. You can step out of our rustic barn-style venue and walk out on the beautiful lawn down to the stunning picturesque pond. This is a wonderful atmosphere for an indoor or outdoor wedding, anniversary party, or corporate event. We can help you create a memorable event that you and your guests will comfortably enjoy. Start the booking process or schedule a visit by giving us a call at 936-366-2095 or going online to sheltonsplace.com. Hey guys, this is Chris, voice of the Hornets here on the Nest, and I want to take a second to tell you about Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. When Holly and I found out that we were expecting our first child over three years ago, we had no hesitation about who to turn to. All of our friends and family pointed us in the direction of Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center, and from the first visit on, Dr. McMorris made us feel comfortable and cared for, even during some unexpected complications. If you're in need of an OBGYN, be sure to visit Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Located beside the Medical Center on Stallings, visit them online at drmcmorris.com or give them a call at 936-560-2666. 
Real Graphics, your one-stop shop for all your design, printing, and advertising needs. At Real Graphics, we do it all. From t-shirts, embroidery, signs, banners, websites, vehicle wraps, decals, to printing small and large, we have you covered. We just moved to our new 13,000 square foot building to bring it all under one roof. So come see us at our new location in downtown Lufkin, across from Denim Piano and next to Bovee Sewing Center, where all the magic happens. We look forward to teaming up with you on your next project. Real Graphics, where we do it all. in sports on the nest. Inside the nest uh, here on this Saturday afternoon is our Hornets coach Rob Peterson. Uh, coach coming off of a win last night uh, here against Huntington, 13 point win, 53 40. Uh, tell us a little bit, give us a quick recap. We were doing a simulcast, but for our fans that weren't listening, give us a little quick recap uh, of what happened last night in that game. Well, it was a, a good game by both teams. Uh, you know, a lot of pressure on both of them to avoid that fourth place uh, finish there. So I thought both teams kind of came out and uh, executed offense very well. It's just that I think we hit a few more shots than they did. They were struggling from the uh, deep range. Uh, came down there at the end and, uh, you know, we had some, some pressure moments there and take care of the ball in some situations, but you know, came through the very end and made our free throws and, and luckily uh, escaped with a with a win. Coach, we're coming off, off of that win last night. Now you're just, you're hours later, about maybe 15, 16 hours doing quick math in my head, coming off of that game, starting this one. Uh, any concern about fatigue or, or at this point, is it just, uh, just go uh, all out effort all the time? Well, I mean, as you know, we like to do a lot of things at preseason that we can kind of hopefully for see that's going to happen uh, down the road. So we refer back to basically all three tournaments that we played. Uh, it was six games in three days uh, with less hours, less rest. And we never at those moments saw a fatigue issue uh, physically, some mental issues on the fifth and sixth day, but that's just to be expected. So uh, we're using the experience we have, and uh, hopefully that uh, we'll, we'll, we'll move forward with that and be, be sharp uh, physically and mentally today. Coach, we're playing this die ball team. We split with them. We, we won at home, lost on the road, uh, just like with every other district team, but what, what are you looking at now matchup-wise, and what are some keys for, for tonight's game, taking on this team, trying to beat them and win the overall the season series two out of three? Well, we're going to make some adjustments defensively as far as some of our spacing and, uh, and movements we do. Um, but I think I think the key is going to defense. We allow way too many uh, points in the paint um, last last game against them on the, at their place. Uh, so I think some of the defensive movements we're going to make are to eliminate some of that, uh, hopefully make them shoot the long-range shot, which we don't think they're very strong at, and, and give us a little advantage there. Awesome. Well, Coach, good luck to you. That's going to win here. And uh, well, before, I, before I exit, what is the uh, tell us the playoff situation. What, what happened, whether we, we win, we lose. T tell us a little bit about what's happening there. 
Well, the second place finisher of tonight uh, will get uh, with the West Orange Start game. They beat uh, Bridge City last night uh, for that tie there. And then the third place game of today will get uh, Little Cypress Mauriceville. Um, so either way, we're, we're okay with it. We'd like to finish second just to have that uh, on our resume. But uh, going to Eagles, Eagles games, we're completely fine with it and uh, confident we'll keep moving forward. Excellent. Well, that's uh, that's the last question there. I'm not going to forget any and bring them back now. But, Coach, uh, good luck to you. We're here playing again. A, a gym that uh, we've seen so many summer league games and all that. We kind of grew up in this gym, and now we're doing our first broadcast from it. But, but good luck to you, Coach. Let's get this win and get and clinch that second spot in district. Sounds great. Thank you. Hornet fans, when you're looking about Rob Peterson joining us here inside the nest. Don't go anywhere as we have your starting lineups and Lufkin Coca-Cola tip-off in a moment. This is Hudson Hornet basketball here on the nest. Buying is a major step in life. At SY Homes, the builder's emphasis is on producing a home of lasting value that families will enjoy for generations to come. The company prides itself in having high standards in regards to energy efficiency, quality materials and workmanship, competitive and timely bids, and customer satisfaction. Owners Scott and Stephanie York, SY Homes is passionate about building houses that meet the homeowner's needs. They take pride in building a house that becomes a family's home. If you're interested, give them a call today at 936-875-3362 or visit them online at syhomesonline.com. From rustic to elegant, Shelton's Place offers a spacious environment that can serve as the perfect setting for any wedding, party, or special event. With our huge facility, you'll have more than enough room to accommodate all of your guests. We offer table and chair rentals, state-of-the-art sound systems, and DJ services to help accommodate and entertain your event attendees. We can also provide assistance with your event's planning, decorating, and catering. Start the booking process or schedule a visit by giving us a call at 936-366-2095 or going online to Shelton'sPlace.com. Never miss a moment. Full archives of every game available on demand at HudsonRadio.com and on iTunes by searching The Nest Hudson. Well, hello and welcome back. We are here at Lufkin Middle School. Happy to have you with us here on The Nest. Chris Simmons, how's it going? Call Jared Simmons. All right, behind the scenes, uh, behind the scenes stat man uh, providing all the info for you. How, we're coming off of a game, high intensity last night, a lot of emotion has to be expect, has to be expected. We talked to Coach Rob about this, about the tournament play, but what do you think can be a, a factor for our Hornets going uh, fatigue-wise, energy-wise here going into this Saturday afternoon game? Well, I mean, I think they'll be just, I think they'll be fine. You might, you might have some mental relapses or something, but I think physically, I mean, they're young. It's not like me and you are going out there trying to play back-to-back games. Are you, you saying we're out of shape? Yeah, I mean, they, they've been playing all year. Like they've, they've had tournament play. They, you know, they've been playing twice twice a week anyways rest practices so fatigue wise they should be okay and, and you know majority I mean, we went probably like 10 deep last night too so it wasn't you know a minute restriction where you know there was five guys playing majority of the minute so uh, I think fatigue wise they should be okay they might be a little slow getting up because I mean it's an early game and it, uh, same for die ball early game you know you, you probably haven't played a game at one o'clock uh, all season, so it, it 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 is a different whole. It's a whole different different mindset because your body's not even used to it. So uh, that's I think that play a bigger impact than more than fatigue would. 
And Cal, you're playing the team for the third time now, so you're pretty familiar with it. What do you think is our? We got 45 seconds, so we got to come back uh, to a break. But tell us, what do you think is the uh, one of our main points of emphasis tonight to pull this win off? Well, you already played them twice, like you said, so you have a familiarity and you know what they're going to do. They want to, they're going to get those second chance opportunities and beat you on the classes. And like Rob Peterson said, they're going to try to do some, a little different things. And uh, I, I expect them to really focus on on that. If they can even that battle out, at least you know it doesn't. You don't have to go toe to toe with them rebounded wise but if you can keep it to a good ratio where you, you're not getting destroyed and given and even when they get second chance opportunities they're not clean easy layups that's going to be uh, that's going to be crucial we'll have to keep track of that through, throughout the game tonight we're going to come back and when we come back we will have our starting lineups and our Lufkin Coca-Cola tip off in a moment this is Hudson Hornet basketball here on the nest swish 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 Matt what are you doing Chip, I'm making it rain. I haven't missed a shot. You don't have a basketball or a goal. Well, I know, but I haven't missed yet. You never miss a shot when you have an ice-cold Coca-Cola in hand. Ah, that's what I'm missing. Hudson Sports is proudly supported by Lufkin Coca-Cola on the nest. Ooh, three-pointer. I'm on fire. A healthy heart is key to a healthy life. And so when you experience heart trouble, you need the most advanced care. That's what you'll find here at CHI St. Luke's Health Memorial with a team that's performed more cardiac procedures than any other in the region, plus the highest accredited chest pain center between Tyler and Houston and our 106,000-square-foot dedicated heart and stroke center, the first in the area. You'll find more experience, more expertise, and better outcomes at CHI St. Luke's Health Memorial. Hudson Sports and Chick-fil-A make a great combo. What could possibly be better than a fresh Chick-fil-A sandwich, hot and crispy waffle fries with a large sweet tea after a Hornet win? Only having your sandwich, fries, and drink ready for you the moment you walk in celebrating through our front door. Skip the line with the new Chick-fil-A app, and you can place and pay for your order all from the palm of your hand. Think about it, the full delicious menu that you love available in one app. Download the Chick-fil-A app on your iPhone, Android, and Google devices today. Mobile ordering is for inside pickups only. I'm Dr. Graves with the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. As a working mom with four children, I understand how difficult it can be to find time to get your children to their appointments. That's why we offer the after-hours clinic for your children's sick and well care. We are the only clinic in Lufkin with doctors specializing in children. We are the experts in pediatric care. Would you want any less for your children? You can schedule your appointment with Dr. Graves by calling the Children's Clinic of Lufkin at 936-634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Bringing you every moment, this is Hudson Sports on the Nest. And welcome back. We are here at Panther Gymnasium at Lufkin Middle School, the home of the Lufkin Panthers. We've got, we've got the game as all the marbles here for the second and third seat of District 21 4A. We're happy to have you with us on the Nest. First, we got your starters brought to you by SY Home. Look at your dream home from Blue Creek to Reality on Scott 70 York with SY Home wants to serve you. Visit them online at syhomeonline.com. Starters for the dive ball, Lumber Jacks are as follows. Junior number zero, Nathan Garcia. Junior number one, Dominique Guy. Junior number 10, Jamarcus White. Senior number 15, Chris Berry Jr. And the big man down low, the freshman number 24, 
Herbert. And now for your starter sport, the Hudson Hornets, coached by Rob Peterson, assisted by Red Peterson, and Justin Guerra. Your starters are as follows. Sophomore number 10, Caden McCall. Freshman number 34, Tori Junior number 23, Chase Merrill. Junior number 11, Kate Thompson. Senior number 20, Jacob Pierce. Well, last game we saw in die ball, I mean, it was like nine to four in the first quarter, very slow. Offenses, both offenses, really were slow to get going. I think die ball went on like a five-zero run there, close in minutes, really full way. But yeah, I expect to see a little more offense here in the first quarter. I think both teams are really going to come out. I think Hudson, you know, they, they, got a, they found a little groove there at the end of uh, last night's game. So if they can carry that over uh, to this game, I think we're going to see a little more offense, a little more, you know, running gun than we did last last time in Davo. I, I think you're exactly right. We're look, I'm excited to see what happens. Chase Merrill starting at center for the Hornets here tonight. Just like that ball is tipped up, one by Gomes, tipped over to Garcia. Layup right away from the right side. It's good and one. Wow. What a start. There, that's, a, yeah. that's a start. The first three seconds of the game for Dieball. Nathan Garcia making the layup on the right side, fouled by Caden McClellan. Obviously, first foul of the game, which we're in the first three seconds of it. So Dieball starting off here early on. A lot of guard penetration up top for, for Dieball sets up their offense between the point guard, Dominique Guy, and Nathan Garcia. Uh, they're a big deal getting to the paint and feeding the big men down low. Garcia does miss the free throw. Rebound pulled in by the Hornets. And we'll see how the offense set up here. It's McClellan up top. Hornets playing without Zay Shankel as he did have the, the season-ending injury uh, with his knee. Johnson to McClellan, now in the corner to Pierce. Pierce catches off the dribble, takes to the drive, kicks it out back to Cade. One dribble to Merrill, pull-up jumper, baseline. It's up, short. Rebound pulled in by Dominique Guy. He'll come down the court, and he likes to work fast, and he's able to do it very easily. He gets down, picks up his uh, dribble on the baseline, skips it across to Garcia, about 10 feet, 6 feet outside. The right wing, back to Guy, back to Garcia. Garcia now in the corner. Is the ball going to get worked around 2-3 zone? Finding Guy, the three, it's up and it's good. Dominique Guy knocking it down from deep. couple feet outside the three-point line on that one. The score here early on, 5-0 in yeah, favor of Dybal. He's the best shooter there on Dybal. We've seen him really, you know, all both games against Hudson really take over games from outside. So we're in that 2-3. We definitely have to get out there on him and make him penetrate. So McClellan feeding Pierce back to McClellan now. Right ring, right, pardon me, right wing, if I can get that out. That's a tough one to say. Should practice that one a little bit more. Pierce on the baseline. Reverse lay for him. It's up. Oh, left it short. Rebound by Merrill. Offensive board. Second chance. Can he kick it out? He will do so to McClellan, but a three-second violation called against Merrill. Couldn't pivot out, out of the lane quick enough. In that situation, you may want to see the big man just go up yeah, straight up. Yeah, once you get in that position, it would be nice. You know, just a quick... Quick go straight back up, try to get that easy basket instead of, you know, what he did was get the three seconds. So now Dabal taking another three, this time pulled by Barry. That's well off, rebound by Pierce. Pierce coming up in a hurry, double team spins out of it, got away with the carry. No, he did not get away with the carry. Uh, I'll say that was a pretty yeah. blatant yeah. one there. We, as much as we would want to candy coat it or, or, or cover up with that one, yeah, that one's, uh, yeah, you can't do it on that one. Pierce called for the turnover. So a minute and a half into this one, the score 5-0. to zero. Chris Simmons, how's there on the call here in this first quarter? Brought to you by Livewell Athletic Club. The Hornets working that 2-3 zone. Dominique Guy, he's hit one. Will you make another? Not this time. Ball loose, tipped around, recovered by Johnson. He's on the break now, three on two for the Hornets. Johnson, left side, back tap by Barry. Ball loose, pulled up, though, by Merrill. 
fakes the pass and now gets it back over to Caden McClellan to reset the offense. And then McClellan called for a travel, just a casual travel, and Coach Rob Peterson has to call a early timeout here. The Hornets off to a, a rough start getting things going. Yeah. So Pat Penn pause brought to you by Pat Penn at Gadman from Real Estate. We'll be back with more Hornet basketball here on the Nest. Livewell Athletic Club is Lufkin's finest athletic facility for you and your family. Whether it's our top-of-the-line workout equipment, dynamic specialized classes, or recreational sports activities, we promise to exceed your expectations. You and your family will have a blast playing together out on the splash pad or sliding down the water slot into our heated pool. But that's not all. Livewell offers tennis, basketball, pickleball, a safe outdoor figure eight track, sauna, deluxe salon, and more. Come see it for yourself, located behind the mall in Lufkin. Live well, play hard, feel good. This is Dr. Jeff Blast. Thanks for listening to Hudson Sports on the Nest. Welcome back. The Hornet fans still standing here, yet to score the first point as we're a little bit over two minutes into this ball game. Five to zero is your score. Getting the ball inside, nice take by White. Has it blocked? Gets his own board. Puts it up. Left block. It's good. Seven to zero. Die ball leading. Hornets trying to get it in. McClellan's pass to Johnson. Stolen. Stolen by Gums. Gums the guy. His shot swatted by, by Johnson. Now Nathan Garcia setting the thing, uh, setting the offense up after recovering the block. Garcia near the volleyball line. Hornets still packing in that 2-3 zone. Inside pass. Gets to White. He goes up right side. Floating through the lane. His shot's up. It's missed. Tipped out of bounds. Last by die ball. Number 24. Herbert Gums. Gums the big freshman. Blaze Cathcart going to check in now for McClellan. And this and die ball coming out immediately here full court pressure. Cat. Yeah, expect, we saw Hudson struggle a little bit with a half court pressure last night too. So I expect this to kind of be die ball what they saw last night. We're struggling to get it across. We got it over just in time. Pierce top of the key works to his right to Johnson fakes the three one dribble in rhythm the three it's up rattles around won't fall. Tip out by Merrill ends up in the hands of Jacob Pierce. Pierce to Rhodes one dribble pull up for Teravin that one's up and it's way short. Line drive shot on that one's an air ball. Rebound by Dieball, and they'll jog her back up. The horn is not looking good here early on. Yeah, offensively, not really getting many good shots. I think we got, I mean, the, Johnson's three was really the first really clean shot that we've had all night. Garcia over to his right. The three pointer's up. It's short. Rebound by Pierce again. Pierce on the break now. Four on two favor of Dieball. Pierce going through, anyways. A lot of contact from Garcia. Nothing called, but Pierce makes the layup, anyways. And so the Hornet fans now can can sit down three and a half minutes into this one before scoring our first two points. Yeah, this is a very similar start for Hornets as they did against Dieball. In Dieball. In Dieball. Because actually the first game against Dieball was actually a pretty high scoring back yeah. and forth fun game. Uh, but in Dieball it was a stagnant kind of thing, but uh, a foul can be caught against Dieballs. Let's see who they call it on. On number 15, Chris Berry. That'll be his first. I believe team first as well. The score seven to two. We're almost halfway through this first quarter. Brought to you by Livewell Athletic Club. Pierce trying to do the inbounding, gets it into Johnson. Johnson working left side behind the back dribble, got away with the call for a a carry. As the ball just kind of got stuck on his hip, trying to go behind the back. And so Hornets here early on, less than four minutes into it, already five turnovers. Yeah, they're, they're like they're not killer, you know, fast break turnovers, but they're like you know double dribbling, walking stuff like that. Little driven like that, where you you know you, you would expect it to be a little more cleaner coming into this game. So guy working, they can call that against Pierce or against. Wow. Against Pierce. So Jacob Pierce caught with the foul. Him and uh, Jamarcus White, the junior, got tangled up near the right elbow. But Pierce comes up with the foul called against him. That'll be his first. 
So Garcia trying to lob it in. He'll do so. Throws it up top to Barry. Barry back to the right to Guy. Guy guarded by Cathcart. Gets a high screen. Works off of it. The jumper is up and it's pulled. And it's short, but he gets able to get his own board just out hustling the Hornets. The guy going baseline, scooping under the layup for him is up. It's missed. Rebound by Rhodes. He comes on the break in a hurry. So Teraven going all the way right side in transition. A lot of contact in one. The freshman, Teraven Rhodes, getting to the basket. We saw him do that a lot last night, too. He did a good job of getting to the basket, even leading the team on the break off a rebound. So Rhodes doing uh, what he can here early on in transition, and that's when that's when the Hornets are a better team. But we also saw the identity of this team somewhat change whenever the, the injury to Zay Shankle happens. You can't replace that quite very easily at all. Shankle ran the, the, the fast break extremely well, got us out in, in transition and going. Rhodes makes the free throw. That's another story from last night. Hornets shot 81% uh, off of 20 free throw attempts. So it was yeah, it was a, really well. It was it was a very nice uh, night at the free throw line to say the least. Uh, and that's what won us the game essentially. So that ball sets back up the offense. It's Barry working the baseline. Nice pass to Gums. Gums works it back out. Guy will pump back the three. Pulls it now. Right elbow off the glass. It's high and it's good. Wow. Dominique Guy feeling really good here from the field early on. Five points for him. And the score, nine to five. Cathcart. Now to Huff Settler, who just checked into Rhodes. Spin move. Wow, that was dirty. And he finishes it off as well to Raven Rhodes. What a move to get to the paint there on the spin. Five points now to Raven Rhodes. And the Hornets down by two. So it's Barry working left side to Gums. Back to Barry up top to Guy. Now to Garcia on the right wing. Ball going to get reversed. Finds its way back to Dominique Guy. And once again, another three-pointer taken. They're saying, look, if you're going to let me take the three, I'm going to make the three. And uh, But honestly, that's the way we want them to beat us if, yeah. if they're going to. They haven't he, done a great job all year long on that. He's really their only consistent outside shooter. Uh, so and, and we we forced them to take a lot of deep shots, a lot of shots that, you know, jump shots that they usually don't like to take so far. To Raven Rhodes call with a moving screen, his first foul. And this one, the score now 12 to 7. Die ball up by 5. Garcia with it back to Guy over to the left now to Barry. Barry spinning, finding Gums. Left corner three is taken by him. Too strong. Rebound. Wow. Saved by Teraven Rhodes. Throws it off the foot of Garcia. What a move by the freshman. He's always so heads up with that. His back hit the railing uh, on the baseline. That's a. That's, it seems like he'll be able to shake that one off here after a couple minutes. He'll forget about it. Cathcart top of the key, driving. Scooping the layup, tries to finish with a finesse move, not gonna, not gonna work. Now Dybal coming back in a hurry. It's White behind the back dribble, spins it back out, attacking the middle. Charge try, nearly taken by Pierce, but instead the shot just an air ball rebound pulled in by Cathcart. So Cathcart will jog it back up for the Hornets. Finds Meekner in the left corner, open Meekner for three, got it. Aaron Meekner knocking that one down. His first three points of the game, and if you're getting that shot from Meitner, it might be a better game than what we've seen so far in the first quarter from the yeah, Hornets. Yeah, they definitely needed that offense. That really, hopefully, can get them back into. That's the a game. charge now taken by Meitner. Just got ran over by Jamarcus White at the free throw line, and Meitner, he, he's the guy that does the nitty gritty. Yeah, the stuff that's unglamorous doesn't get a lot of attention. But Meitner did just his job. Put his hands up, stood at the free throw line, let White run right over, and, and it was a push. It wouldn't be a charge. He didn't have the ball. It put offensive push uh, called there against Jamarcus White. His first foul. Now Cathcart gets into Cade Courtney, the sophomore, recently called up from JV, but he's been doing some uh, great work. Had a great shot last night. A momentum uh, builder for the Hornets. Cathcart misses a layup, gets his own board, tries to make a pass out, but has it stolen by Guy. Three-on-one break. Garcia snowboarding, catching the layup. It's up. Oh. To Raven Rhodes, call for his second, going for the block. 
And a little bit of talking happened down a little between the, the officials and and Rhodes, but Rhodes now with two. Gunnar Charleston checking for him after these two free after the first of two free throws from Nathan Garcia. Score twelve to ten, one twenty-five to go in this first quarter. This first quarter always brought to you by Livewell Athletic Club. Livewell Athletic Club, play hard, feel good, live well. And now the, the ref pulls them in for a little pep talk and a, a kumbaya meeting at the free throw line. <laughs> I, that's one. Of, that's one thing that gets under my skin. I, I like the official. I hate when they do that though. It's like who wants to actually be pulled in together? How often do you see them in an the NBA setting pull pull all the guys together? Even in a college setting, yeah. it just doesn't happen because they they're, they're supposed to be competing and going at each other. It's your job to manage the game and let them do it. However, Rhodes will check out after the first free throw made by by Garcia. Three points for him. Second free throw is up. That one rolls around. That one will fall too. The score now 14 to 10. Javon Luster checking in for Garcia. Four point game, 125 to go in the first, and the, and the full court press continues. Hornets get the ball into Minkner. Minkner works to Cathcart. Cathcart coming off the right side, has a trap headed his way, makes a pass out of it though. Minkner reverses around left corner. Courtney with it. To Huff Seller. Back to Cathcart. Hornets got to keep their eyes open down low on it. So Childs with it now right wing, taking a couple dribbles, avoiding the five-second call. So Meekner now going to take it off the dribble drive, finding Blaze. Pump faking, uses the screen for Meekner, picks up his dribble, skips it across to Courtney. Courtney going to go to the basket, works him behind the back, picks up his dribble, spins, catches out of it. And then a travel called against Cade Courtney as he got to the paint. Yeah, should he probably should have just did a little floater there when he had the chance. He did a great job of penetrating. Uh, had a little opening there where he could have got a shot off, just you know, took one too many dribbles. Sometimes you see that. So Luster now working back over to Barry. Barry gets it right back from Gums, picks up his dribble, now kicks it back out. White top of the key, left-hand shooter, the three-pointer taken. Well short, though. But an offensive board once again. Herbert Gums, the freshman, just does work down low. He's a big man trying to stop, and he works it inside to White. Goes up and finishes strong from the right side. Die ball lead is 6, 16 to 10. Ten seconds to play here in the, in the first quarter. Cathcart with it left side. Takes a couple dribbles. Finding Huff Settler back out to Minkner. But the pass intended for Minkner goes in the backboard. Stolen by Luster. And then off the foot of Luster because Aaron Minkner put a, a diving play before it got off the baseline to get it off of his foot. We've got four seconds to go. Yeah, great play there by uh, Minkner to get that ball off of Luster's foot. Both of them just hustling. And so Hornets not able to get a shot off as that's how we'll finish the first quarter. The score 16 to 10 as we move into the second. A lackluster start at the beginning. A little bit of a spark here from Aaron Meekner being the hustle player that he is uh, coming in. But the Hornets down by six. We'll be back in a moment here. Hornet basketball on the net. First Bank and Trust East Texas puts home buying at your fingertips with financial calculators and your mortgage application online at fbtet.com. Plan your down payment and monthly payments, then complete your mortgage application online. Whether you're buying a new home or refinancing your current home, the First Bank and Trust team will work to get you the lowest rate possible. The experience you need and technology you want. First Bank and Trust East Texas, your home loan experts. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Soundtext designs and integrates professional audio video systems for houses of worship, commercial, and residential applications. Our customers benefit from the personal attention we bring to every project. We care about you, the end user, and your goals as our top priority. Soundtext provides audio, video, lighting, control systems, and live event rentals. Don't get left behind. Look around and see if your environment can benefit from an audio video boost. Soundtext is online at soundtext.com. 
bringing you every moment. This is Hudson Sports on the Nest. And welcome back. We're here. The second quarter just getting underway. Score 16 to 10 in favor of Die Balls. We start the second quarter. Hornets inbound it. Full court pressure being shown by Die Balls still. It's kind of they're waiting for you to cross half court. And once you get there, they're trying to trap you in a corner. Maintner finding Child's free throw line. Floater is up by Gunner. It's up off the rim and bounces around a couple times. We got it to fall through. Gunner Child's his first two. And Dival now will set things up. Luster at the point. Working over to his left to Dominique Guy. Guy, the hot shooter for, for Dival. Eight points in the first quarter alone. Takes a couple dribbles. Looks down low. Nice find inside to Gums. His shot from the block. It's good. Yeah, very Herbert patient Gums. down there by Gums. Herbert Gums down low. Getting that one to fall. Lead back to six. Luster Coffer reaching foul against Mignor. So McClellan, Pierce, and Johnson going to check in for Cathcart. Cathcart, Mingner, and Jacob Huffstetler. Pierce on the sideline. Gets it into McClellan. McClellan left side, dribble handoff with him and Courtney. So dive on now, man-to-man defense. Pierce trying to get around, guy does so. Finds Gunner Childs. Right block and one. Nice. Good find there by Pierce. Good find. Back-to-back buckets here for Gunnar Childs. He got he was fouled on the play by number. Really fouled by number four, Javon. Let's say number fifteen. Pardon me. They're going to change the number. Chris Berry hits second, so he'll take a seat. And Kobe Robertson, the junior, going to check check in now for a dive ball. The score eighteen to fourteen. The free throw coming from Childs. That one's up and it's good. Don't know what it is about this gym, but we'll take the free throws. Be calling yeah. in. Hashtag yeah. reverse the broadcasting curse. <laughs> Three-point game. Dominique Guy, pull up, right elbow, misses it, rebound by by Childs. Somehow a gunner came out with it. I didn't know yeah, how he actually. Came across <laughs> it. Just, <had> <laughs> just worked for him. Full court pass from McClellan to Courtney. Stop, jump stop on the right block. Goes up, misses it, rebound. Pulled him by the big man down low, Jamarcus White. And die ball plays with three guys, very big athletes, that can all work the post, can all work outside as well. Three-pointer taken by Luster, finding Gums now on the offensive board. His reverse is missed. He's almost out of bounds, but nothing Actually going to be uh, no out-of-bounds called. Dive ball with a fourth chance now on another offensive board. Guy on the block, finding inside to wide. His shot's up, and he is fouled. But the Hornets got to do a better job. You can't give them four and five possessions yeah, each time. And it's, it's, uh, I mean, I'm not saying it's understandable, but you can sympathize with, you know, when Gums is down there, when White is down there, when Barry, you know, they're bangers, they're down there. It's really those long when Lester's and Guy get those rebounds. That's really deflating as a defense is – is when those smaller guys are able to get in there and get those rebounds. First free throw from White. First free throw from White was missed. Second free throw is good. Score now 19 to 15. So Pierce will jog this one up for the Hornets. Four-point game, six minutes to go in the first half. Pierce, dribble handoff with Courtney, working back to his right. In and out move, the floater layup. Wow, somehow nice. Jacob Pierce, a crazy awkward angle, able to get that shot to go in off the glass. And he went off the glass from off the top right corner yeah. of it with a little bit of English on it. So four points now for Pierce. A much better second quarter here starting off for the Hornets. And the Hornets still in this 2-3 zone, trying to, to uh, just pack it in, make them beat you from outside. Dominique Guy's been able to do that so far this game. But he works over to Luster. The three-pointer taken by him is short. Rebound by McClell, and then an offensive foul going to be called against number 24, Herbert Gums. 
He got tangled up with Gunnar Childs, and that's what I like about Gunnar Childs. He can get in there, and he'll just play with you. Uh, you want to bang around, he'll play, he'll play with you, but he's also uh, – he, he has a little bit of smartness to him when, when to draw the foul and when not to. So McClellan gets it into Johnson, still working his full-court man-to-man pressure. A lot of hands all over him. So Johnson splitting, going coast-to-coast, coast, picks up his dribble all the way down the court. Kate Johnson, his first two of the night. After getting hand-checked the entire way, able to finish it off with the coast-to-coast coast layup. We're tied back up at 19. Now McClellan comes up with a strip, but Johnson couldn't recover it. McClellan tipped it away. Johnson tried to, to get it before going out of bounds and right in front of the Hornet bench. But the game tied up, 19 all, 5.21 to go here in the second quarter. Yeah, and this zone is kind of forcing Dybal to shoot a lot of outside shots as, as planned. It's, you know, Hornets are able to take advantage of that on the backside rebounds. So it's Guy working the luster, right wing. The zone kind of is forcing Dybal to keep it, keep it outside, but not a lot of movement. The only one working right now is Jamarcus White at the free throw line. Everything else is just a, working around. Guy to Robertson, the three is shot like a line drive off the glass, but somehow an offensive board pulled in that time by Dominique, by Javon Luster, his first two points of the night, and it's back to a two-point lead for Dieball. And you can see that in his zone is when those guards really start to dive down there, it's hard to find them, especially when they're little like Luster. So McClellan setting things up, working crossover dribble top of the key. Spin move against Luster, gets to the paint, ditches to his left, over to Childs, the shot off the glass is good. Gunnar Childs now six points all coming this quarter. Seven points all, all coming in this quarter. Jump stop by Guy, gets to the free throw line. Re- his shot is up and it's missed. Rebound pulled in by Childs. Pierce a little shaken up, kind of got hit, uh, like a throat punch there on, on that jump stop. Ball loose, Pierce able to tip it over, finding McClellan. McClellan left wing, dishing it back to his right to Johnson. Pump fakes, goes up, and it's good. And one. Jay Johnson from the right block got the shot to go. Great hustle there by Pierce. He just tipped that ball over to McClellan. McClellan was able to find uh, Johnson over the top for the one. Hornets take, Hornets take their first lead of the game. The score now 23-21. Johnson with a chance to make it a three-point lead. We seem to have found our, our rhythm on the offensive end. Johnson, though, missing the free throw. Rebounded by Garcia, guarded tightly by Childs. And Dieball going to hurry down the court in a hurry. Or obviously in a hurry. White all the way to the basket. Floater is up. Wow. Teardrop floater by the big man. That's, I know that was in the arsenal. We hadn't seen that one all year. Yeah, you, that's Dieball's kind of needs to push the tempo. They're struggling really in the half court. Against that zone. Caden McClellan called for a charge as Garcia waited for him there in the paint in transition. McClellan tried to avoid him, but actually Garcia gets to the right side. His second foul for Caden. That'll be his his second team. I can't actually see where the team, I think the team fourth here this half. So guy's going to walk things across. Over to his right to Garcia. Garcia, a couple dribbles, finds it inside to White, loses the ball. Gets it back, though, down low, goes up for the shot off the glass. Wow, Jamarcus White putting on the display here. Yeah, doing a lot of work down low so far, plus Di- that floater. Die ball up by two, 25-23. Meetner to the three from the corner. Wow, Aaron Meetner, two threes here in the first half. Six points for A.A. Ron. And he's coming out, and when you're getting this offensive spark from him, this is a, a nice benefit to the Hornet offense for sure. Hornets come up with a steal. We're now in transition three on to McClellan. Behind the back to Mingner. Thought about the three. Uh, instead attacks the basket. Goes up. His shot blocked by Garcia. 
Now Garcia on the baseline trying to save it. Tipped off the hand of, they're going to say Cade Courtney. Could have been Courtney or, or Guy. Gunner Child's going to check out. Chase Merrill in for him. Gunner really gave some solid minutes there that second quarter. Really brought, you know, offensively and defensively like he usually does rebounding-wise. So Guy working back to the right now. Chris Berry on the wing. He checks back in with two fouls. Yeah, him and uh, Gums, I think, has three, so. The shot from the block, it's up, it's missed. Rebound by Courtney. He'll just lob it up, finding Maintner. Maintner, reverse layup, using the body to protect him, but can't make the layup. Dival comes down with it. It's Luster. Dominique Guy and uh, Javon Luster, very similar in style of play. Both smaller point guards that are super fast and like to shoot from outside. Mm -hmm. Luster, you'll let shoot more than, than Guy, obviously. But Guy with a tip pass over to Garcia. Inside it, pass uh, intended for White, deflected and stolen by Merrill. Merrill finding Cade. Horner's got to get this thing across in a hurry. Jonathan hurrying down the court, gets on the right wing. Wow, stripped by Guy. That should be a tech all day. That should be a tech all day. As Dominique Guy is flustered right now. The junior guard just threw the ball, ends up going over to Officer or, uh, Mr. Charles over there by the door. Fortunately, no foul or no tech caught against him, uh, and I kind of like that here in this situation. Let let the players be emotional, let yeah. them play. But a timeout called by Dieball, smart move by their coach to help the team calm down a bit. It'll be Hornet basketball when we come back. We're leaving 26-25, under two minutes to play in the first half. This is Hornet basketball, and that's presented by Shelton's Place. Hey Hornet fans, this is Chris Simmons, voice of the Nest, and I've got 60 seconds here with our halftime show sponsor, Dr. Jeff Glass. Dr. Glass, it's cold and flu season. My kids have runny nose, and I'm trying to help prevent them from getting sick. What can I do as a parent to help prevent this from happening? All right, Chris. Hey, I've got a lot of moms who chase their kids around with that hand sanitizer stuff. That doesn't always work, though. Uh, you know, the best thing is get those kids to wash their hands, teach them to wash their hands, teach them cough into their arm, all that kind of stuff, um, and then get them in for their flu vaccine. You know, a lot of people kind of poo-poo the flu vaccine, but it really does make a difference. It saves lives. You know, nobody realizes that hundreds of kids in the United States die every year because of the flu, and uh, fortunately it doesn't happen around here very often, but um, you've got to get them in for their flu vaccines. Most insurance companies cover those for free, so you just call your doctor's office, get the kids scheduled, get them to see the nurse for the flu vaccine. Makes a huge difference. Man, so good. Thank you, Dr. Glass. And parents, you can schedule your son or daughter's flu shot appointment by calling the Children's Clinic at 936-634-2214. The Children's Clinic, proud sponsors of Hudson Sports here on the Nest. Never miss a moment. Full archives of every game available on demand at HudsonRadio.com and on iTunes by searching The Nest Hudson. And welcome back. We are here, 150 to play in the first half. The Hornets leading by one, 26-25. Pretty high, uh, pretty fast uh, second quarter. Kate Johnson at the line for a one-on-one opportunity by, after being fouled by Dominique Guy. Guy's first. Free throw by Johnson. Rouse around, won't fall. Offensive board tip by McClellan, recovered by Kate. His floater from the right block is missed. Somebody got some arms somewhere, but die ball coming back in a hurry. It's Guy on the break, working right side. Nice move by, wow. Just went over the much bigger Chase Merrill and got the shot to fall. Dominic Guy now double digits, 10 points for him in the game. Yeah, that's a much better way for him to take out his frustration. <laughs> than to throw the ball and get a little flustered with other stuff. But nice take. Johnson finding Cade Courtney, short right baseline, about 12-footer. Cade Courtney got his first two points of the game, and the Hornets regain uh, possession of the lead, 28-27. Garcia, transition three. Nathan Garcia making that one. That makes him 
now with seven points. And die ball takes back the two-point lead. This thing will be going back and forth for a while, it sure seems. Minkner trapped by a guy on the sideline. Gets it back to McClellan. McClellan splitting the defense. Floating and makes it over the head. Pass to Merrill. His shot, though, too strong off the glass. Merrill now poked in the eye. Something's going on there. Down low underneath the basket. Dieball going to uh, try to take it. Five on four. Guy working baseline. Goes over the shot. Block. Ball loose. Last touch by Dominique Guy's foot. And so Merrill going to going to check out. Looks like he might have been just poked. Uh, and he's having uh, just... He's yeah. struggling over there, and so he'll check out Jacob Huffstetler coming in for him. Huffstetler, 43 seconds to go. We'll check in with his check in, and the Hornets down by two. Johnson working against Guy. Drill handoff with Mignor. Mignor getting to the basket, floating over to Huffstetler. One dribble goes up under the basket. It's good for Jacob Huffstetler. And so 30, 30 apiece now. Dieball and Hudson all locked up. Huffstetler's first two. Guy going to hold things up near half court, looking for the last shot of, of the half. Works to his right to Luster. Luster taking a dribble back to Guy. Three on the clock, down to two, nearly stripped. Spin move inside, finding Barry. Blocked from the back by Courtney. Huge defensive play there by Courtney. That's a nice job. Yeah, nice job by Cade Courtney for sure. And so the score, 30 yards. We move into halftime. We will be back with more Hornet basketball here on the, on the nest. Attention, Hornet fans. It is taco time. Stop by Taco Casa and grab the classic freshly made Super Taco, Chili Burger, or Super Nachos. Maybe even all three. It's crunchy, delicious, and promises to be exactly what your taste buds are craving. Located on South 1st Street, Lufkin, stop by today. You'll be glad you did. Taco Casa. Real fresh, real food, real good. A healthy heart is key to a healthy life. And so when you experience heart trouble, you need the most advanced care. That's what you'll find here at CHI St. Luke's Health Memorial. With a team that's performed more cardiac procedures than any other in the region, plus the highest accredited chest pain center between Tyler and Houston, and our 106,000 square foot dedicated heart and stroke center, the first in the area. You'll find more experience, more expertise, and better outcomes at CHI St. Luke's Health Memorial. Real Graphics, your one-stop shop for all your design, printing, and advertising needs. At Real Graphics, we do it all. From t-shirts, embroidery, signs, banners, websites, vehicle wraps, decals, to printing small and large, we have you covered. We just moved to our new 13,000 square foot building to bring it all under one roof. So come see us at our new location in downtown Lufkin, across from Denim Piano and next to Bovee Sewing Center, where all the magic happens. We look forward to teaming up with you on your next project. Real Graphics, where we do it all. Home building or home buying is a major step in life. At SY Homes, the builder's emphasis is on producing a home of lasting value that families will enjoy for generations to come. The company prides itself in having high standards in regards to energy efficiency, quality materials and workmanship, competitive and timely bids, and customer satisfaction. Owners Scott and Stephanie York, SY Homes is passionate about building houses that meet the homeowner's needs. They take pride in building a house that becomes a family's home. If you're interested, give them a call today at 936-875-3362 or visit them online at syhomesonline.com. 
never miss a moment. Full archives of every game available on demand at HudsonRadio.com and on iTunes by searching the Ness Hudson. Well, hello and welcome back. We are here with the Halftime Show brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. I want to remind you that every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday, the Children's Clinic of Lufkin stays open for aftercare evening hours for your convenience until 6.30 p.m. You can visit them on the line at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Your score at the half tied up at 30. How? what did you see there in the first half for, for both teams? Yeah, the second, the second quarter was big for the Hornets, really. They found their groove offensively. Be it you know free throws, your fast break points, Meekner hitting outside shots. So yeah, the, they felt a lot better going into halftime. Dieball did a good job on boards, but now like they did in Dieball in previous games, they're starting to get a little foul trouble. Uh, so yeah, when we have on, I mean Trayvon I think has two fouls. So it's going to be interesting to see how they how they how the two coaches uh, handle those two situations going into the second. Half. Yeah, I think you're exactly right with that. We saw Trayvon finally start getting to a rhythm, and once he did, he got into the second foul. And had to get pulled and so he was doing some things on the offensive end that really we need to see from him uh, all the time because it's a he can be a playmaker he can be a creator and when he gets into that role and it's working for him it's falling uh that kid is it's very hard to stop yeah if he if he if he's like getting to the basket and really when he's on the break and he's able to create for himself and others it's really when he's dangerous and so uh the hornet's going to uh gonna see how we can handle things down low uh that that's the biggest sugar right now is that um they are able to uh, die ball right now between gums white and, and berry they are they can dominate, dominate rebounding battles it's uh, going to be those it's going to be those guards le- trying to convince uh, stop the rebounding from Guy and Luster. You know, they're crashing in there. They probably each have three, but they're very big rebounds. So we have to cut those down while we cut down those big guys down there too. Exactly. And if we can do that, we'll, we will be okay. But we will see how uh, this all uh, turns out. Um, it, it's been a, a crazy first half. It was extremely slow, extremely sloppy, extremely uh, really unwatchable for the first four yeah, minutes for the Hornets. Quarter. I mean, it was the, the, the craziest, laziest turnovers that we've seen. But it's really the last uh, the, the last quarter and a half has yeah. been actually pretty good. We, we worked our way both, back into both it. Both teams really flowing. We were getting on the break, getting some you know, open jumpers and layups and backdoor cuts. So, yeah. Very good second quarter, like I said. So. Let's go ahead and give you the advanced stats of the game. Brought to you by the advanced financial group here in the first half. Leading scores uh, for the Hornets. We're all kind of uh, jumbled up here. Uh, it is seven points for Gunnar Child, six for Aaron Mingner. If you'd have told me those would be your top two scores, I'd call you a liar. <laughs> but hey, when it gets to playoff basketball, yeah. you really never do know how it's going to play itself out. So it's Childs with seven, Mingner with six, five for Terraven Rhodes, four for Jacob Pierce, and Kate Johnson, two for Jacob Huffstetter. On dive into things though uh, we've got a slow down Dominique guy he is uh, he's doing a uh, a great job creating from outside now his shots that he's making are difficult but he's doing a good job so Dominique guy with, with, with 10 points uh, Nathan Garcia with seven he hit the knock from outside as well as Jamarcus White had seven down low uh, Herbert Gums with two Chris Berry yet to score and this one Javon Luster with the two as well so it's guy it's Garcia doing a little bit you're not too worried if he's gonna be the, the main playmaker yeah. creator for him but guy and guy and they can make things happen, and they did that just for the dive yeah, for dive ball. They're the, their offense really looks good when both of them are going, or you know, even when one of them's really in a flow. So yeah, seeing them two, we got to handle them and handle Gums. But I think I, I might be wrong, but I think he has three fouls. So if we can get him, get to pick up that quick four because he 
he dominates down there. And we've had, you know, we've had to throw many bodies at him, Merrill, Hubsteller, uh, in trials, and it, it, slowed him, it hasn't really slowed him down as much as you would like. So, so we will, we will see how things uh, turn out. This has been the Halftime Show brought to you by the Children's Clinic of Lufkin. We're tied up at 30. When we come back, we'll have an exciting second half of action here on The Nest. Real Graphics is the place to bring in your next shirt idea. Our creative team will work with you directly to take your idea and bring it into reality. Our professional screen printers will use our top-of-the-line equipment to quickly produce the best quality shirts possible. We look forward to working with you on your next shirt order. The time to invest in your future isn't down the road. It's now. And the Advanced Financial Group is here to help. The reality is that retirement always seems far away until it's not. And waiting a couple of more years to begin saving towards retirement could end up making you leave a lot of money on the table. Don't wait any longer. Come visit with our friendly team at the Advanced Financial Group. We can build you an individualized plan to accomplish your investing goals. Securities offered through Woodland Securities Corporation. Member FINRA and SIPC. Let's face it, we're all busy, like crazy busy. Soccer practice, band rehearsals, and helping the kids with their algebra homework. The last thing you want to worry about is what you're cooking for dinner. Let us help. So May Catering provides weekly take-and-bake meals that fit your schedule and are easy on your wallet. Need it delivered? We can handle that, too. Visit our weekly dinner options by liking us on Facebook. So May Catering, the ordinary made extraordinary. Every moment. Bringing you every moment. This is Hudson Sports on the Nest. Panthers. We've got a showdown for uh, figuring out the tiebreaker for second and third place here between our Hudson Hornets and the die ball Lumberjacks. Starting off this half with the Hornets, McClellan, Pierce, Johnson, Merrill, and Terabin Rhodes. Rhodes playing with two fouls as well as Cade McClellan. Wide inside, looking down low, finds Gums out to Garcia. Garcia tried to take the shot before he caught it. The ball slipped, but he's able to recover it, and die ball setting back up the offense. We're tied up at 30. Here to get things going in the third quarter. Barry working on the baseline. Goes up for a tough shot. A tough angle shot off the glass. It's missed. Rebound by Merrill. And here comes the Hornets. Pierce up the court finding Rhodes. Rhodes, one dribble. Step back now. Finds the corner. Attacking the baseline. Has it stripped. Goes right to Kate Johnson. Johnson now going to get to the lane. Pump fakes one way. Goes up left side. It's up. It's missed. And Garcia in with the board. So back to Garcia, now the guy working left side, the speedy point guard, in and out, move left, right, blocked by Merrill, ball loose, recovered by Rhodes. Rhodes looking to run, got to look to, oh, they're going to call it to Raven Rhodes for a double dribble, just a uh, mental slip there. Yeah, I think he was trying to pass it up court, and then either Pierce or somebody really wasn't looking uh, or was guarded, and he ended up getting the double dribble. And so now... It's, it's Guy once again, working left side, this time working to Barry. Back to Guy, pump faking, one dribble, inside, good look to White down low. Tough shot over his shoulder, it's missed, but Johnson there to pick it up. Pass from Johnson, intended up the court, but it's stolen by Herbert Gums. Gums to Guy, the layup right side, it's up, oh, it's a charge. Taken by Chase Merrill. 
Wow. Yeah, Merrill's doing a good job so far defensively this second the second half. He's got a big defensive rebound, a big block, and now a charge there on you know three possessions. So yeah. Wow. He, he's starting off strong here the second half. The Dive Ball fans acknowledging that there was a discrepancy between the two officials. One was calling one yeah. thing, one was calling the other. But the official on the baseline, as it should, that guy on the baseline should be the primary, uh, uh, should make that call. He should override uh, whatever it is, what, whoever the call goes for. So still tied, still tied up at 30. McClellan at half, finds Pierce. Right wing gets, uh, gets a high screen, uses it, finds Merrill. Hornets working a four-out, one-in set. We're kind of accustomed to seeing kind of a flex offense. McClellan to Merrill, right corner, back to Rhodes. Rhodes floating through the paint. His shot's up. It's missed. Caught in the air by Merrill. Tipped over to Rhodes, and then Rhodes then fouled by Nathan Garcia. A lot of arms flying around down there. Everywhere. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that was, it was just tightly uh, contested all around. So Garcia call for his first. Hornets 2 of 4 from the free throw line this game, and uh, and we saw really last uh, last night their, their free throws came in the fourth quarter. Rhodes' first free throw from him is missed uh, badly off to the right. And so Rhodes now second free throw on the way here. Pretty soon make sure you go check out our friends online at TomeyCatering.com for their weekly take and bake specials. Making dinner easy for you and the family. Throw it in the oven. It's ready to go. Rhodes makes the second free throw. And he has six points total this ball in the Hornets to a one-point lead. But Dominique Guy, pull-up three, completely uncontested. Rhodes came down with the board, stripped by White, recovered by Garcia. Garcia to Guy. Now looking down low, the ball goes out of bounds on the pass. And the Hornets, uh, we're getting lucky right now because we're having several defensive miscues. Yeah, defensively, I mean, offensively, we've gotten a few backcourt turnovers that haven't ended up in the points. So, yeah, like you said, we're getting a little lucky here. So McClellan setting up the offense. Going over to the left, floating, reverse layup, blocked by Garcia. The tough shot taken by McClellan on that one. Guy with the ball near half court. Dribbles it up, looking for a high post. Finds Garcia wide open, the three, it's up, it's a miss. Rebound by Taraven again. Rhodes to McClellan. Now back to Raven. Traven trying to split defense, find Pierce, open left corner three. It's way too strong. Rebound by Barry. So we're starting off the first half uh, similar, not as bad, but uh, we're starting off the second half similar to how we started off the first, just not quite as bad. Yeah, that ball's struggling too, so it's not too bad like you said. So, it, yeah, it kind of it kind of makes you not as aware of it. But White going to pull left corner three now for the Lumberjacks. It's short, but an offensive board by Gums. Gums to White, goes over the layup. Big man move off a power dribble, but he can't make it. Garcia comes up with another board. A third offensive possession, or a third offensive opportunity, this possession for Dybal results in a turnover. They're dribbling off the foot of Nathan Garcia. So the score, 31-30. to Hornets up by one. Timeout called by Hornets coach Rob Pearson. This will be a Pat Penn pause brought to you by Pat Penn again, Metro Real Estate. We're back with more Hornet basketball here on the Nest. Hey guys, this is Chris, voice of the Hornets here on the Nest, and I want to take a second to tell you about Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. When Holly and I found out that we were expecting our first child over three years ago, we had no hesitation about who to turn to. All of our friends and family pointed us in the direction of Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center, and from the first visit on, Dr. McMorris made us feel comfortable and cared for, even during some unexpected complications. 
If you're in need of an OBGYN, be sure to visit Dr. McMorris with the Women's Center in Nacogdoches. Located beside the Medical Center on Stallings, visit them online at drmcmorris.com or give them a call at 936-560-2666. Thanks for listening to Hornet Basketball on The Nest. And welcome back. We are here in the third quarter. The score 31 to 30. The Hornets clinging to a one-point advantage at the, at the moment. This game's gone back and forth so many times. Uh, between both offenses, just kind of this game's been close once uh, the Hornets finally closed that gap in, back in the first quarter when they were down uh, by, by significantly more. Pierce crossing half. Finds Rhodes top of the key. Rhodes thought about the dribble handoff and said has it stripped by Barry. Barry finds White, two on three. But a foul called against the Hornets. It's going to be against, I think, to Raven Rhodes. Uh, but his third foul. It will be just that. Cade Courtney going to check in for Raven. Yeah, that's a tough foul there. Really picking up your third. You probably won't see him until, you know, the fourth quarter. Hustler going to check in now for Merrill as well. Merrill did a good job so far defensively to begin that begin the half. White down low off the off the uh, pass in has it stripped by the Hornets. Cade Johnson in and out move for Cade made that one look easy. Full guy on on the move dribble kind of in and out. So Johnson now for him in the game six points. Yeah, very pretty move. Guy working against me here gets by him, floats up in the air, drawing contact from Huffstetler. And that's one of those situations there if Huffstetler stays on the ground and keeps his hands up. That's either a great defense or a charge. Yeah. There's no blocking call like just then Especially when he's a, a smaller defender like that, you'd imagine that it'd be a tough shot for him to get over the top of him. You already know that the, the, the guard is going to have the bias in his favor anyways going to the basket in, in that manner. So you had to do everything you can to make it tough on the official to make that call and not go up and jump with him. Um, but nonetheless, first free throw by Guy is made. Die ball now 4-6 from the free throw line this game. 33-31 is your score. Second free throw is made, 33-32. Now Hornets going to hurry down the court. Jacob Pierce going coast to coast. A layup off the glass for Pierce. It's missed. Went all the way down the court. Couldn't get the call, though. Rebound pulled in by Ja'Cory West. West trapped by Meekner and Pierce, finding Guy. Guy in the paint, stripped and recovered by Cade Courtney. Courtney will just lob it up the court, finding Meekner. Meekner right side, tosses off the glass. All the English there nearly made it go in. Can he save it from going out of bounds? He does. Pierce on the ground. Oh, he couldn't man. quite get a handle on it. So a ton of effort here by the Hornets. Meekner and Pierce both uh, all over the court. Yeah, diving, trying to get the loose ball. Great effort. That's what you'd like to see. And so Dominique Guy at... The volleyball line. Works back over to his right to Barry. Barry skips it across the guy. Now finds in the corner West. Pump fakes. Uses the speed. Gets to Barry in the paint. Going up for the shot. It's up. And one. Count the basket. Foul called again by Jacob Huffstetler. Huffstetler second. Barry actually making his first basket of the game, but the free throw left well short. Ball tipped. That's oh, gonna be, it's going to be their basketball. Johnson thought the die ball touched it last, so he yeah, let it he go. he was letting it go. Tough break. Oh, they are going to correct the call. Okay. 
They are going to correct it. <laughs> Die ball fans now over here by us. We're broadcasting from there. Madden Hornet fans. I'll tell you what, it's, it's the roller coaster of emotion at, at a sporting event. As a fan, as a parent, you can only imagine how much more that's magnified. Die ball with a one-point lead, 34-33. Minkner with it. Spins up the sideline, gets across half court now. Minkner to Pierce. Pierce going right by Guy, floating left-hand layup. It's up, missed, rebounded by Gums. Gums out to Guy on the break, finding White, layup. Oh, wow, what a move. Nice pass there, too, by Guy to split it under three Hornet defenders. So now it's Johnson behind that move for him, floating through the basket. His shot up, trying to force it up. It's missed, and then Huffstetler fouled. That's going to be Gums' fourth foul. Wow. That's a big big break for the Hornets. It's a big blow for Dieball. And so they're going to say the basket. Did the basket go through? Oh, it no, went out on the floor. On the floor. Okay. And so Gums, you're exactly right, How That's his fourth. He'll check out. Garcia comes back in for him. Hornets trying to get it in quickly to Cade Courtney. He can't handle the pass. Slips through his hands. West now on the break. West back tapped by Minkner, recovered by Courtney. Courtney now trapped at half, works to his right to Johnson. Johnson in the corner to Pierce, attacking, floating, layup, blocked by Chris Berry. Pierce, though, able to recover it again. He gathers control, finds Johnson. Now Johnson's trapped. He finds Minkner. Ball just getting worked around the perimeter for the Hornets. Minkner guarded closely by White. Minkner, if he uses the speed, could get by him. Pierce now going to... Spin against White, gets in the in the paint, trying to force the issue, and a jump ball called between Pierce and Nathan Garcia. Garcia's had a heck of a game, man. Yeah. Offensively and offensively defensively. and defensively, really working. Uh, usually with you know a different, a, a faster defender than him, he's doing a great job. So the score 36-33. Possession error was in favor of the Hornets. Johnson trying to get it in, does so to Pierce. Pierce to Meekner inside the decay, the floater. It's up and it's good. So, we got a push here on, I guess, Barry, which wow. end up being his third, I think. Wow. Chris Barry called for a foul after the shot went through. My goodness. That's a tough call against him. I didn't see it, but the official was right there down there saying that he pushed Huffsteller. That's Chris Barry's number 15. We'll see how many fouls it is on him. Waiting for the official. Gunner Thompson check in for Huffsteller now. Four fouls for Chris Berry. So Gums and Berry, four fouls apiece. Hornets got to use advantage of this as, as they can with two and a half minutes to go in the third. Child's inside. Call for, my goodness, that's a good post-up move. Yeah. But a charge called against Gunner. What did he do wrong? It seemed like he just, you know, did a post, you know, body-body. That's tough. They might have thought he lowered his shoulder a little bit. It's the only thing I can think of. So Dieball holding on to with their fingertips a one-point lead, 36-35. Two minutes ago in the third. This guy setting up up top. You have to imagine the offense going to run through Guy and White here. White working from the free throw line, spins right, goes up from the left side, and it's up, and it's good. Man, Jamarcus White, nice take by him. 38-35 is the score. Dieball up by three. Pierce with a step back. Finds Courtney. Now Johnson left corner three. Pumps up. Pump fakes it. Instead takes a dribble pull up jumper. 16 feet left wing. It's made. Deficit down to one. Guy, jump stop. That could have been a charge call, but nothing caught. Ball loose on the shot. Rebounded by Pierce. Pierce coming on the break. Stripped by Garcia again. Garcia Nathan again, Garcia. yeah. 
Hayes is coming up big time, but then his pass, the lead-up pass for intended for Barry, threw it a little bit too far, and Barry's going to stay in the game, you know, playing with four fouls. But what can Dybal do at this point, really? Yeah, you play, I mean, you have to play your guys. You got to, you know, and we saw we saw in Hudson that it kind of paid off. They were able to really get back in the game when they played some of their players with four fouls. So Meekner guarded tight by Ja'Cory West on the baseline. Oh, wow, and a moving screen caught against Jacob Pierce. I'll tell you what, not that this is working on a uh, – this is on an interesting level between both teams at this point. Yeah. Uh, calls, a couple calls each way, just kind of, oh, I, I'm not, I, I wouldn't be willing to put money on them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can tell you that much. But nonetheless, it, it's been all right. It's been about the same each way. So the score, 38-37, one minute to play in the third quarter. Garcia, it's a guy left side to Barry, playing with four, and he knocks the three down. That makes the coach look like a genius. Yeah. Chris Berry knocking down the three. He's got five points now in this one. 41-37, four-point game. McClellan, who just checked in, makes the pass to Johnson. Johnson right corner, fakes the pass. The layup for him is too strong off the glass. Rebounded by Jermarcus White. White coming up in a hurry. Top of the key. Going up for the floater, and it's good. Jermarcus White having him a game. 13 points for him now. He's just a tough matchup in for, you know, a guard, a post, anybody. He can do – He does. he's fast enough to get by a guard. He can so, do one through five. Yeah, so it, it's a tough matchup. Offensively, he can do a lot. So Courtney to McClellan, 19 seconds to go in the third quarter. McClellan guarded by West. Now trapped and makes the pass over to Pierce on the left side of the court. Pierce, acrobatic move, just kind of flailing all over the place to get there, and but it's effective, and Pierce able to make his layup. Seven points for him, 43-39 is the score. The shot taken by Dominique Guy at the buzzard is good. The score now 45-39. Dominique Guy putting on a clinic on the offensive end this game. We'll be back with more Hornet basketball here as we move into the fourth quarter. Make the move to First Bank and Trust East Texas Checking Services and bank with confidence knowing we have been providing the best in hometown services combined with the latest in banking technology for more than 60 years. And there's no monthly service fee if you open a Simply Checking account, which includes text banking, mobile express deposit, mobile and online bill pay, email and text alerts, and much more. Banking at your fingertips from First Bank and Trust East Texas. Member FDIC. Planning a wedding? Our beautiful country setting is the perfect atmosphere for any wedding or anniversary party. Aside from the abundance of space available to accommodate friends and family, we can also help with planning the perfect wedding. We also have furnished bridal and groom suites available to make sure that the bride and groom are comfortable on that special day. Come and experience the country atmosphere, rustic setting, professional equipment, and superior service that could only be found at Shelton's Place. Start the booking process or schedule a visit by giving us a call at 936-366-2095 or going online to Shelton'sPlace.com. And welcome back. We're here in the fourth quarter brought to you by Real Graphics. Dieball coming out, kind of a stall tactic here. Guy working to his left to Garcia. Now skip pass into the into the free throw line to White. Dribbles off his own foot, goes out of bounds. Oh, no, 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 no. That's this way. That was off White's foot. That should have been off of Jamarcus White. That was off Jamarcus White's foot. Dieball doing a great job of acting here. And saying, look, you're saying that I, just, <laughs> yeah. I didn't do nothing. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I don't know what you're talking about. That's, that should be all, all, all the way. Talk it over here. Called, called jump ball here. Jump ball. And since Dieball got the ball at the 
uh, at the quarter. It'll be Hornet possession. Which is the right call. If you didn't see it, you just call it a jump ball. I know fans don't like that, but I don't, I don't, think, any, like I don't, I don't think any of the refs that were standing there got a good, clear view just the way the ball kind of flew off. And so now it's, it's McClellan up top for the Hornets. Working to his left. Traven Rhodes back in the game after picking up his third foul in that third quarter. Pierce going to the basket. Guarded tightly by West. Not giving up an inch. That should be a block all day called against West, and it will be. Fifth team foul against Dieball. And the Hassel Hornets approaching the bonus, bonus land. It's Pierce on the sideline looking to get it in. Finds McClellan. McClellan, the one-hand pass to Childs. One dribble on the right block. Good nice. find by McClellan. A nice fin finish by Gunnar Childs. Nine points here in this one. Yeah, very strong finish there by Childs. Leading the Hornets in scoring. Four-point game. Pardon me, second to, second to Johnson with ten. Garcia to, at the, on the wing. Back up top to Guy. Fakes the three. Back to Garcia. Oh, got away with a travel on the catch. His shot, though, from deep is missed. Rebounded by Teraven Rhodes. Rhodes to Pierce. To Cathcart in the corner, picks up his dribble. Back to Pierce. Near the volleyball line, right side, right in front of Coach Rob Peterson on the sideline. Pierce splitting the defense, going up for the layup. Oh, missed it. And I think he's almost anticipating a little bit more yeah. contact than what he got. Well, I did a good job of like, kind of goating him into that, thinking, hey, you, you're coming up strong, which Pearson, you know, usually does. He kind of took a step back, giving him, you know, Ole defense on most of That's exactly what yeah. it was, and it worked very, very well. I was good at that, but it never worked for me back in the day. <laughs> So four-point game. Back to Guy. Guy working over to Barry. Barry in the corner to Garcia. Barry playing with four. As well as Luster, I believe, playing with four as well. Is that right, Howard? Yeah. Okay. No, I think Luster's playing. Luster's playing with three. three. Who else has four? Uh, oh, uh, Gums. 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 He's on the bench right four. now. Yeah. We probably won't see him until, you know, depending on how this game goes, four, three minutes. Dive Maybe ball. even later. Dive ball gets into West. West to Guy. Top of the key. Gets by Cathcart. Left-hand left. Wow. Dominique Guy. He he's, can do it all as a point guard. He can take it outside, set up the offense for others, and get to the basket. McClellan see from the young guard. McClellan called for a travel on the block. He went for the back down, lost his footing. So Rhodes going to check in now for Kate Johnson. As to Raven Rhodes, I guess, was called for. Yeah, he was called for his fourth. When did that foul happen? I don't know. I, I, I guess we've been watching yeah. it. I guess it just, maybe we were talking about something else, but nonetheless, that's a big deal. Uh, I don't know how we didn't see it, but Rhodes called for his fourth. 47-41, six-point game in favor of Dieball. And then Ja'Cory West called for a travel. Just some sloppy play here to begin. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, every quarter seems to be you know, a little sloppy, and then they by the ten, by the end, they really both teams really start clicking. So. So Pierce working over to Johnson in the corner. And to McClellan. Now he gets in the left side to Cathcart. Cathcart guarded by Guy. Well, flex offense being shown by the Hornets. Pierce going all the way to the basket. That should, there's no way to charge. So Pierce called for it nonetheless. And I guess the only way it's called is only way it's a charge is if it's called. And it was called just <laughs> yeah. then. But I'll tell you, that, that was a that's a tough call because it looked like he was, first of all, in terrible positioning. He wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, direct contact, yeah. Shoulders weren't even squared up to it at that point, but six-point game. Pierce picks up his third. Three timeouts left for the Hornets, four left for Dieball. Garcia attacking, dribbling off his foot, recovered by Childs. 
Challenge out to Pierce. Three on two. Pierce left side. Once Garcia. again, a move yeah. by Garcia. He just comes up, swallows you. He, he's got. De he, he's deceptively fast. And yeah. coming up and coming up with a back tap or, or a steal or something, uh, preventing an easy layup. He's done that several times in this game. The inbounds pass from Pierce to Childs. It's a quick hitter trying to catch Dabo off guard. Gunnar Childs is fouled. He'll be going to the line for two. Let's see who he called the, the foul on. We'll wait for call on Garcia. No, um, number, let's see. 20. Can't be on 20. They don't have a 20. So somebody's second foul. We'll see who it is when they put the number in in a moment. First free throw from Childs is made. He's now in double digits with 10 points. Second free throw is missed off to the left. Five-point game. Barry comes up with a rebound. But Barry the guy working in the right, finding Garcia. Garcia trapped at half court by Cathcart and Pierce. Works his way out of it, trying to make a pass. Stolen, though, by Johnson. Recovered by Childs. Childs now double-teamed. Finds Pierce, and then Pierce, that's a block against Garcia because Garcia didn't give Pierce the yeah. chance to establish himself. And I love the hustle by Garcia. It's a heads-up move. It's a heads-up play, really. I mean, if those those kind of plays, if, if Pierce would have really – Pierce knew he was there. If Pierce didn't, wouldn't have known he was there, it would have been, you know – uh, end up being one of those moving uh, charges, that they, right. mo charges, as they like to call them. <laughs> but it's a third foul now against Garcia. If there's a such thing as a defensive hot streak, he's on fire. He's yeah. Steph Curry, <laughs> you know, last season, just every shot going in. He's killing it on the defensive end. The front end of the one-on-one -on -one is missed by Pierce. Points down by five. And so Dominique Guy. Uh, looking inside the white. This jumper up from right by the basket. It's missed. Oh, an outlet pass from Childs going to Pierce. It's saved by Garcia finding white. Wow! Yeah, Garcia, that was great play there. Setting the ball from going down bounds and finding white there for one-on-one -on -one post defense. And so now that's going to be 15 points for Jamarcus White. Foul called against Ja'Cory West. The block is called. A little bit of ugly. Just, I mean, it's just flat-out ugly basketball. No, it's not pretty by any means here. Uh, seeing this. 49-42 is your score. Hornets down by seven. Got to start making that uh, that uh, that comeback now. And Pierce does that with the first free throw made. This fourth quarter brought to you by Real Graphics, your one-stop shop for all your marketing and advertising needs. Make sure you go check them out online at realgraphics.com and take a tour of their new facility in downtown Lufkin Avenue. Pierce gets one out of two on that visit. 49-43. And those are the ones we really need with the clock stop really to get back in this game. We would like to make both of them. White inside and up and under move. Wow, somehow able to get that one to fall. Jamarcus White now 17. And then Dominique Guy comes up with a steal on the inbounds. Wow. Die ball has caught a hot streak here. Hornets just playing lackadaisical. It's sloppy basketball. And it's coming out to cost his Hornets down by 10. We'll be back. A pat pin pause taken by Hornets coach Rob Peterson. We're back with more Hornet basketball here on the Nest. You need a great website, and you've already tried building it yourself. At Real Graphics, we build our custom site designs from the ground up to function perfectly for you and your customers. Let's launch your new website today. The best plays of every game are delivered to you because of Chick-fil-A South Loop Crossing. And now you have a chance to make the best play of your week. Download the Chick-fil-A One app on your mobile device today to place and pay for your order all from the palm of your hand. 
skip the line and have your order ready for you the moment you walk in the front door. That's the play that makes you the real MVP. The Chick-fil-A One app is available on most mobile devices. Swish. 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 Matt, what are you doing? Chip, I'm making it rain. I haven't missed a shot. You don't have a basketball or a goal. Well, I know, but I haven't missed yet. You never miss a shot when you have an ice-cold Coca-Cola in hand. Ah, that's what I'm missing. Hudson Sports is proudly supported by Lufkin Coca-Cola on the nest. Ooh, three-pointer. I'm on fire. Never miss a moment. Full archives of every game available on demand at HudsonRadio.com and on iTunes by searching the Nest Hudson. Welcome back. We're here in our Real Graphics fourth quarter. Hornets looking to get it in. It's Cathcart to McClellan, but the pass tipped away, and Garcia, a defensive superstar here for the Lumberjacks, especially in the fourth quarter. The Hornets down by double digits. We've got to make the approach back and get and get this thing back every single possession that we can. Yeah, and Dabal still being aggressive, you know, going into a full court pressure here. As West, I think the strategy has been. It, it, it's been interesting. I was, I was wondering how it was going to work starting off in the fourth quarter where they had just kept – it's almost like everybody, four other guys just play defense. You have a one-on-one with Pearson, either Dominique Guy, and now Ja'Cory West. And their job is this. It, it's to body up. It, it's to play physical. It's to frustrate him. And, and they've done that for the most part, and they've done it pretty well. Dominique Guy picked up those uh, a couple fouls, so they pulled him off. But now Ja'Cory West, you've seen Colby Robertson do it. You've seen Javon Luster do it. They've just been, been staying there with Pierce, bodying him up, and, and now making him earn at the free throw line. Yeah, it, yeah, we haven't shot very well. Shooting 5 of 11, 5 of 12 now. And Pierce misses the front end of the 1-1. One one. Ten-point game. West with it. Works it back over to his left. Guy to Garcia. I mean, Garcia's looking like he could hold LeBron right now, <laughs> the, way, uh, the way he's playing defense. He finds White, the floater from the paint, missed. Rebound by Meekner. Meekner sparked the offense in the first half. What he spark from him now? He finds Pierce, and then Pierce fouled on the floor. Man, after making the layup, they're going to say the foul was on the ground. But nonetheless, Pierce going to the line for two free throws. Yeah, he got fouled before. I mean, it, yeah, it was a nice, it was a nice yeah. continuation. Worked here in the high school game. We'd be, uh, we'd be good to go, but that's not quite how things roll. So Huff said they're going to check in after the first free throw. Pierce. First one's up, and it's good. Pierce now on this one, eight points in the game. Two, two of five from the free throw line. So Childs will take a seat on the bench. Pierce has it off the front of the rim. Ball loose and pulled in by Barry. Got to give it to Barry. He's done a great job holding the fort down, playing with four fouls. Herbert Gums has four as well, but we haven't seen him in about eight minutes of game time. Yeah, they've done pretty well without him. So I, don't, I wouldn't expect him to come back in here till you know. Later so we have to. Oh, nice move down low by White going against Huffseller. Misses the shot. Gets his own board, though. And then he's called for an offensive foul. I think that's actually Jamarcus White, maybe his second foul. Let's see. We've got... They're discussing the call right now in front of the die ball bench. Two referees going at it. Yeah, it will be, it will be a charge against Jamarcus White. 
As Hadaba was, oh, they were putting the case. They were calling for a timeout before the foul happened. Yeah, so, yeah. so two fouls now for White. He's not in any kind of trouble. 2.37 to go, nine-point game. Pierce working on the right. Crossover gets to the paint, dishes over to Huffsteller. One power move goes up from the, from the block, and it's good. Dive ball doing whatever they can to play Ole defense. Just then not let any fouls yeah. happen and stop that clock. They just want to see the clock run down. So it's Barry back to Garcia. Seven-point game. Garcia strip, but able to get it back. Finds a guy now. Oh, that's an offensive. Oh, that should be oh, offensive man. all day. That should be offensive all yeah, day. He pushed off he clearly. Big time. Clearly had his Wow. Needing a call for the block, though. Man, that's tough. That's tough. You you would think that. I mean, you just got away with a stiff arm, the yeah. basketball equivalent <laughs> to it. But hey, I mean, it's it's a good it's a good heads up move. So, guy going to the line, one and one opportunity here. Guy balls five of nine on the night. Guy, he's hit everything. Why not make a free throw as well? 17 points for him in this one. So, guy's second free throw is a, it's good as well. 18 now for for the junior. And the Hornets get it in. Pierce. Top of the key, kicks it over to Maynard. The pass intercepted by Barry. Hornets down by nine, two minutes to go. You'll either see the fight or you'll see flight here for the Hornets. It'll be one of the two extremes. Not really a, a much of a in-between, to say the least. Gomes, after he did just check in, gets to Dominique Guy, splitting the defenders. Wow! What Went a, up against Twin play, Towers yeah. into Raven Rhodes and Jacob Huffsteller, and somehow Dominique Guy able to get the basket. He's now got 20. Uh, he's had an incredible offensive performance. Mingner dribble weave with Pierce. Floating layup is up, and it's good for Pierce. And a timeout called by Hornets coach Peterson. And so Pierce now with 10 points. Score 57-48, 134 to go. We'll be back with more Hornet basketball here on the, net, on the nest. Attention, Hornet fans. It is taco time. Stop by Taco Casa and grab the classic freshly made Super Taco, Chili Burger, or Super Nachos. Maybe even all three. It's crunchy, delicious, and promises to be exactly what your taste buds are craving. Located on South 1st Street, Lufkin, stop by today. You'll be glad you did. Taco Casa. Real fresh, real food, real good. This is Dr. Jeff. Never miss a moment. Full archives of every game available on demand at HudsonRadio.com and on iTunes by searching the Ness Hudson. And welcome back. We're here in the fourth quarter brought to you by Real Graphics. It's on the line at RealGraphics.com, 57-48 to score. Nine-point ball game and a minute and a half to play. Hornets jump into a half-court, 1-3-1. It's Rhodes at the, at the helm of it. Barry with the ball to Guy, now to the right, to, back to Barry. Barry back to Guy, looking back door, finding Gums, touch pass over to White, and got the basket. No problem when we don't have defensive rotation. Yeah, that back side of that 1-3-1 wasn't there. 19 points now to Marcus White. Aaron Meatner trying to go coast to coast. You know what just happened just then after that coast to coast? Referee blew a whistle too early. He thought Meaner was going to touch it while he was still out of bounds. But Meaner was he's a smart senior guard. Yeah. And so he didn't touch it until he got back in bounds and established himself. But the, Meener, uh, but the ref made up for it and just gave the ball back to Hudson. Rhodes attacking, stripped, out of bounds, last touch by Dieball. So now it's down to a minute. It's an 11-point ball game. 
Pierce trying to get it in quickly to Huff Settler. Not going to surprise anyone with the, the quick hit on that one. So now Pierce going to do it again. Bounce pass to Rhodes. That time the quick hitter does work right in the middle of the paint. And nine minute uh, nine uh, point game 59 50 54 seconds to play guy works back to his right to Barry to white top of the key and then white is fouled by Huffstetler and so Jamarcus white going to the free throw line one and one Kate Courtney checking in for Huffstetler First free throw from White. It's rattled around. Won't fall. Courtney comes up with the board. It'll be his second. Maintner up the court. Trying to lob it up to Johnson. Gets it there. Johnson's floater. It's missed from the right side. Rebounded by Barry. Barry then fouled by Cade. So it's a good foul. 40 seconds to go. Nine-point ball game. Yeah, Barry's struggling from the free throw line. He'll be going there and props to Dybal. Gums and Barry both playing with four since yeah. the third quarter. And, yeah. and, they, and they, neither one was fouled out. They, they played smart. They played really smart. And we've seen Dybal really, their coach really, you know, allows their players to play with a couple fouls, you know, especially when they get to that three. And, you know, conventional wisdom would tell you, hey, pull them. But he right. lets them play. And they really, the end of that third quarter, the beginning of the fourth, really set the tone, allowing them to play through it. Barry makes the first, makes the second as well. That's seven points for him in this one. Die balls leads up to 11. Hornets going to have to do something quickly. Skying layup by Maintner's miss. Rebound by Gums. Gums in foul by Maintner. And so die ball looking like uh, unless just something, I mean, miraculous happens. Uh, they're coming away with the two seats. So what does that mean for your Hornets? Well, that means we'll, be, we'll have a matchup from our uh, Harden-Jefferson tournament that we saw earlier uh, uh, earlier this season where our Hornets won, but we were a different team at that point too. We're a different identity now with, with Zayshenko out with a hurt knee. And so uh, we're taking on uh, Little Cypress-Mauriceville as Herbert Gums makes the first free throw, his third point. McClellan will check in. Meetner checks out. 31 seconds to go. But, yeah, we'll be taking on LCM. Details coming. And as soon as we get those for you, we will bring them to you here on the nest. We want to let you know that tonight we have Lady Hornets softball. They wrap up their tournament as Gums makes a second. We'll be going live about 7.20 tonight for a 7.30 first pitch. Hornets take a three. Cade Courtney misses off to the left. Rebound by Rhodes. Rhodes throws it. Oh, man. Uh, hit Chris Berry where the sun don't shine. And out of bounds off of die ball. Rhodes is like, man, dude, I'm sorry. I would never want to do that. I'd never want to do that uh, to you on purpose. I can tell you, though, their worst feelings. <laughs> so 63-50 is your score. Barry's going to walk that one off. Jeremiah Settler going to come in for Barry. Barry's still looking to catch his breath over there. That's a, that's a massive pain. Baseball pass to Kate Courtney, right corner three. It's up, it's missed. Rebound by McClellan, throws that one up. That one's short, rebound by Garcia. Appropriate that he would get the board because defensively. Yeah, he really set the tone defensively. And so he did a lot. Die ball coming away with the win. The final score, 63-50. And finally, we have some order here in District 21-4A. We have a set order and we move into playoffs. 
His die ball will go to uh, go to the playoffs as the number two seed. Uh, Hornets will be the three seed, Huntington the four, and Shepard is your district champion. So that's all been determined. Now everything's do or die, and we'll talk about it here in a moment. We'll be back with the postgame show. The final score, 63-50. Your Hornets win. This is Hornet basketball here on the Nest. This is Dr. Jeff Glass. As a dad and pediatrician, I know how important children are to their families and how important family is to children. All the pediatricians at the Children's Clinic Lufkin are parents, and we all treat our patients as we would our own children. You can bet that every bit of up-to-date medical advice you get from me and the other pediatricians at the Children's Clinic will come with a hint of the parent side of us as well. We've all been there, and we expect the best, just like you should. The Children's Clinic of Lufkin is located at 205 Gene Sanford Drive in Lufkin. For more information, call 936-634-2214 or visit them on the web at thechildrenscliniclufkin.com. Livewell Athletic Club is Lufkin's finest athletic facility for you and your family. Whether it's our top-of-the-line workout equipment, dynamic specialized classes, or recreational sports activities, we promise to exceed your expectations. You and your family will have a blast playing together out on the splash pad or sliding down the water slot into our heated pool. But that's not all. Livewell offers tennis, basketball, pickleball, a safe outdoor figure eight track, sauna, deluxe salon, and more. Come see it for yourself, located behind the mall in Lufkin. Live well, play hard, feel good. Never miss a moment. Full archives of every game available on demand at HudsonRadio.com and on iTunes by searching the Ness Hudson. Welcome back to the Post Game Show, brought to you by uh, by our good friend at Shelton's Place, premier wedding and event venue of East Texas. Hornets lose this one, 63 to 50, to Dieball. Dieball takes control, the number two seed. Uh, Hal, give me the short version. What happened uh, here in this one? Dieball just played really well. They uh, they're in the end of the third, were able to extend it, got a five six point lead, and really they ended up the next uh, in the fourth quarter really took control of the game. It, you know, got the, up to like the spread up to 11, 12 points. So, and then after that, it was you know, Hudson really didn't have anything to come back with after that one. So. Yeah, Dabal just really controlled the game. We had Guy just really take over offensively. He did a little bit of everything, hitting outside shots, getting to the basket, creating for others. White did the same. He he's just a bull down there, almost impossible to stop from you know. And then Nathan a defensive Gar- scheme. And Nathan Garcia looking like Bruce Bowen yeah. on Garcia, defense. Yeah, My Garcia goodness. just doing everything, hustle plays, rebounding, playing defense, getting charged. You know, just you know, fa- even when he fouled, it was you know good fouls usually to prevent you know a, a easy layup or something. So yeah, just Dabal executed really well. They, and then they were the better team tonight. And so we'll give you some advanced stats of the game, brought to you by our good friends at the Advanced Financial Group of Lufkin, leading the Hornets in scoring. We had three of them tied at 10. Cade Johnson, Jacob Pierce, and Gunnar Childs with 10. Eight points for Raven Rhodes, six for Aaron Meekner, four for Jacob Huffstetler. And that rounds out the scoring for the Hornets. We shot 43% from the free throw line, 6 of 14. So even that wouldn't have necessarily won us the game. Didn't help us any, but, didn't, but wouldn't have won us yeah. the game. Um, Really, though, really and truly, Dieball dominated the offensive, the, the rebounding battle altogether. They came down uh, with 31 boards compared to our 21, and we saw that obvious. Uh, yeah. But the turnovers as well, though. I mean, that, the Hornets, uh, we've got 13 accounted for here. Uh, but, Lawson, well, that's one of our stats. It's a little bit harder to keep track of. So 13, we got down 9 for Dieball. Uh, it was a tough game, but, hey, that's how uh, the ball rolls sometimes. So the final score, once again, an unhappy finish, 63-50. Hornets lose this one. Uh, we will be moving on to playoffs, though, into as the, 
third seed. Hornets taking on LCM, uh, and then Die Ball will be taking on West. Or pardon me, yeah, and Die Ball will take on West Orange Stark. Uh, so we will see how that falls. I know teams will be making arrangements here. We'll probably have some news for you here pretty yeah, soon pretty if we soon. can. Uh, we might just Game hang around. Game on to, Monday on Tuesday is probably so yeah, they got to figure it out pretty fast. I do know that uh, Coach Peterson is wanting to play early, if at all possible. So Monday night it's looking like the most hopeful thing, but we don't know any details quite to this point. So we will stay stay tuned to our Taco across the Twitter feed, at the Nest Hutton, for all the latest, and also on Facebook, at the Nest Hutton. You can find us. For Jared Simmons, thank you so much for your help. How it was fun getting to have you here in person. Uh, you're much prettier over the phone. 